0: I don't know if you guys can see this.
1: Um,
0: <laughs> mong, hey
1: baby. Holy crap!
2: That's five hundred AD.
1: That's a bong.
2: It's like,
0: it's like I mean, same with the bong. It's a smoking
2: device, and it's only. That's used,
1: amazing. It's
2: only used no. for tobacco products.
1: So is the yeah. so is the mouthpiece also shaped like a like a penis like?
2: I don't think so. It no, should have been. Yeah. It
1: should have been. Maybe yeah. the tip broke off.
0: That's probably why their mm-hmm. society
2: fell. Mm-hmm. That-
1: <laughs> Not <laughs> enough dogs sucking.
2: Not <laughs> enough dicks being sucked.
1: There's a ratio of the success of civilizations, and it has a very high oral sex mm-hmm. <laughs> quota to meet. <laughs>
0: How
3: many, oh many text civilization? You know how
0: they say, like, a, a, an army marches on its stomach, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, a society thrives, <laughs> <its oral> <laughs> society thrives
2: on its oral oh sex. Society thrives on its. uh gosh. What what would it be called?
1: On its gluck gluck three
2: thousand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord.
1: I love uh the like divine feminine statues,
2: oh, yeah, which are thick. just
1: you know there's not a head. Usually, it's usually a woman's body, but not like a head or arms or legs. It's just like tits and mm. ass. <laughs> That's
2: all you need, right there. That's
1: all you need. That's all you need.
2: <laughs> I always think it's hilarious when they act like in the past people weren't also super sexual
1: and horny, horny, I mean, horny, horny.
2: We got the dong bong. We got little like <laughs> penis statues. Uh huh. People yeah. are jerking off just to like a little statuette that they made themselves.
1: <laughs> Honestly, amazing.
2: I feel like people really like fetishize the Greeks, you
0: know? Like, oh, yeah. After, like ancient Greeks. And it's like, you know, they were like dick and little
2: boys and stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, that's Man. conveniently just left.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank the you. Like, like the you Spartans. <laughs> the 300 Spartans right Sauce. before. <laughs> what is this?
0: Sorry, but if I mean, like, yeah.
2: Hold on, let me me take a look here.
1: If I did not work with children, I would have this as my screensaver on my phone.
2: Seeing as this is an audio medium, let me just describe what I'm looking at. Please describe it in text text that I got from a a buddy. Yeah, it's like a fucking sick ass chopper. Death just writing it. Mm -hmm. And uh, it says, Yeah, I have PTSD. potential to suck dick baby
1: oh my gosh
2: (laughs) it's like that fucking meme i love of stone cold steve austin where he's just holding the two it's like the got milk ad he's holding (laughs) the two milks he's got the milk mustache and it's like i may be low income but i'll never be low income (laughs) (laughs) no yeah people are good people are good at the internet
1: i'm not Uh uh-oh
2: we got another spicy boy (laughs)
1: oh my oh okay
3: jesus
1: (laughs) she said she said her favorite color was blue so i blew her dad Mm -hmm. amazing (laughs) sauce where do you find this content
0: there is a subreddit called (laughs) the pack
2: the pack. Oh it's, like, it's like all caps. The underscore pack. I need to find it because I, I was looking on Reddit the other day. Like God, I need to follow some good shit. Dude, it's that's like all it is. <laughs> like it's that one that I
0: sent you. That's like it's like a skull, and it says like, "If Jesus was so great, why wasn't he forklift certified?"
2: Yeah. <laughs>
3: that's it? I don't know. That's, Which is, that's you know,
1: a valid point.
2: Absolute facts. Yeah, I think I saw someone the other day that was saying like, you know what? It's a guaranteed fact that I am better than Jesus at Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. Just a fact.
1: He may be able to walk on water, but can he 360 no scope?
2: Mm-mm. Can he even yeah. hold the controller? Exactly. The, you know, like, Oh, yeah. the
1: stigmata? That could, that could be painful, yeah.
2: He does the Wii motion controls, but he puts the Wii mo through his hand. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that still gets destroyed on Wii Bowling. He
0: fucking he smashes it at Wii tennis. Oh yeah! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> God, it'd be so sick. Where were
2: you? What happened? What changed? Welcome back, everyone. My name is Eddie, and with me as always is the gorgeous Kayla, and we are the show dependent podcast. What is that you ask? It is the podcast that exposes and talks about our codependent tendencies with the things that we love, how those things shaped us into who we are today and whether or not that relationship has changed. And today we have a nice treat for you because not only is it our Second ever episode with a guest, but it is also an episode that we are covering one of the greatest action movies of all time. A movie directed by John McTiernan and a movie that absolutely put his name up in lights. And it's what you remember him for. It's what he is remembered for. He put everything on the line for this movie and it paid off more than he could have ever imagined. Yeah. Before that, we need to talk about our guests.
1: Let's talk about him.
2: Because today we have a buddy. He likes to go by the name Medium Sauce. Let me give you a little bit of a rundown. First off, a man who I met working back in the day. Co-worker who turned into friend. Aw, cute. A man who loves himself some movies that are either A, the best movies you've ever seen, or B, the absolute shittiest movies you've ever seen. (laughs) And there is no in between.
1: Oh, he's really nice. <laughs> <laughs> he's very smart.
2: Fantastic. He
1: might not prove that to us today, but we're gonna we're gonna go with it together.
2: Oh, who will? I feel like I lost my train of thought.
1: Medium sauce!
2: <laughs> <laughs> wow. Howdy. Everyone clap it up. Say say welcome.
1: Hey, Two-person hey, two clap.
2: Sauce.
1: Welcome, buddy.
2: Welcome. Do you want to tell? everyone a little bit about yourself what's up how you doing how you feeling today uh feeling pretty
0: good thanks for having me on uh you know long-time listener first-time caller
2: uh, <laughs> love it
1: fantastic
2: how long have you been waiting to say that my whole life have, oh you, ever said, have you ever done that before no no You've never <laughs> called
1: into a radio station no oh i have for contests but never for like commentary
2: no i would i would never do that that's that's too much it's too much for me to bear
1: you get anxiety just calling, like, a store to see what their hours are. I can't mm-hmm. imagine you having a conversation <laughs> on the air in front of potentially millions of people.
2: Are we live?
3: Ah.
2: No, yes. Well, we have medium size here. And he, you know, something I neglected to say, but I did just think about right now, is that this movie was brought into our lives by this man. I believe it was on a whim. I don't know. Do Mm -hmm. you remember the first time that we watched this, just why we decided to watch this movie? I think it was just because we were were looking for just like a particular type of action movie. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: And I had a vague memory of seeing this like around the time it came out. And I remember the type of movie Mm -hmm. it is.
2: Yeah. Uh. I mean, we could talk about the type of movie it is because it is a film that is just all action all the time.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. If somebody put the cinder block on the gas pedal and just let it go.
2: Absolutely. Just one of the all-time great performances of our generation, I think. <laughs> <laughs> what was that face?
1: How long can we keep this facade up? That's what we I'm wondering. Keep
2: it going until we have to break it. What else What else is a parallel?
0: Um, it has really interesting like sports scenes. And uh, wor- the world building is like... Uh, like, you've seen Blade Runner, you know? And you're like, oh, I know what a world is. And then oh, you yeah. see this, and you're like,
2: do I know what a world is? <laughs> Definitely an amazing soundtrack. One that you will absolutely never forget.
0: Here's the thing, is that that you cannot take away from this movie is that Flipknot is not only on the soundtrack, but is physically in the movie.
2: Oh, yeah. As well as Pink. Which is ridiculous. And, you know, it must be said, which we'll definitely get to it. And by the end, I think I think we'll uh, we'll come around on this movie a little bit. I feel like I'm coming around on it already. But <laughs> this movie definitely offered us a memory that I think is oh. just etched in my brain for the rest of my life.
1: It is the memory, and I can't wait to talk <laughs> about it.
2: As much praise as we can put on this movie, it's definitely <laughs> difficult to do because... This movie, the one we're talking about here today. (laughs) It is, in fact, an action movie. It is, in fact, directed by John McTiernan, which I I didn't even know about. And it's wild that pretty much his two films are one of the best action movies of all time. Mm -hmm. And I don't even know what you would describe this as. One of the worst, Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) But today, we're going to be talking about the latter, because on this episode of Show Dependent, rather than really bring you something that we love, something that has influenced our lives in a positive way, we decided, you know what, today, let's, let's switch it up a little bit. Let's do it a little bit different. And today, our buddy Medium Sauce, he introduced it to our lives, and we are bringing it to you. We're going to be talking about the 2002 remake of a 1975 film, I believe. And it is called Rollerball. Uh, Insert boing here.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh! I am,
2: I, I am excited to
0: talk about this because in watching it again, yeah, I there actually is a good movie here.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I can. Could, I know be. where you're going with that. Yeah.
2: There
0: could be a good movie, and there isn't.
2: We'll yes. fix it. We'll fix we'll it. Fix we'll get it. there. We'll come around. Like I said, you know, I've kind of started to come around on it a little bit <laughs> near the end when we were re-watching it. But uh, there's definitely... I mean, yeah, I don't know. Does it have good bones? I feel like it does. There's just so much... I don't know. Excess meat on these bones. Ugh. We need to, need to carve it off. Mm-hmm. But before we get there, we need to talk about the meat cute.
1: It's a meat cute, baby. It's how we met this thing.
2: So we figured for the meet cute, since we all met this movie together at the same time, we should just talk about it together. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: I'll start us off by saying it was definitely a life changing moment for me. (laughs) Honestly, (laughs) I feel like this is kind of, you know, as I said in the intro, our buddy sauce. And you've told me many a time at this point in your life, you're kind of all or nothing with movies. It better be the best movie ever or it better be the worst. And this movie, I think, was kind of around the time when we started just watching bad movies to Mm -hmm. see. Like, what's the worst movie we could watch and sit through and maybe get something out of? Mm
3: -hmm.
2: And I feel like this was the start. I could be wrong, but uh, Rollerball was definitely a moment (laughs) for us, I feel.
0: Yeah, I was, uh, like I said, I was trying to just recall, like, movies that were in this general late 90s, early 2000s, just like yeah. shitty action movie and i was like kind of sold y'all on, on putting it on
3: and uh-huh. I, but i was like
0: oh hopefully it's like as bad as i remember yeah and then with the within the first five minutes i was like yeah
3: oh yeah mm-hmm.
0: this oh, is yeah. a mm-hmm. fucking horrible movie
1: <laughs> yep
2: yeah in rewatching it for this episode it was definitely apparent first of all i think kayla was like i don't even really remember this
1: no it's because <laughs> like i i swear i like that I had been drinking, but I like—I swear I like blacked out, and it was not the alcohol that did it. It was the movie. Oh yeah, <laughs> it like—I don't know. It's kind of like a um, like getting waterboarded the whole time, and it's like, wait, what did I just? What you can't catch your breath because you don't know what's going on.
0: It's a very interesting like slice of time movie
3: mm-hmm.
0: because the very the very first opening shot. It's, like, establishing how, like, radical and cool this guy is. Mm -hmm. And it does that by having him street luge. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Which is, like, the most, like, X Games one.
2: It's definitely. I can
0: even imagine. (laughs) Yeah. Like, like I was thinking, as I was watching it, I was like, this is the only stunt that this guy did. Oh,
2: Whatever
0: Whatever stuntman did this street luge scene, he was probably like, I'm going to be the Hollywood street luge guy.
2: And this was it. Oh, man, yeah, because when we watched it, it was, funny enough, it was, I believe, 2021, right? It was about a year ago, Mm -hmm. our time. But this movie is definitely a 2002 movie. It is just all Mm -hmm. just... It's like if you picture what, like you said, X Games, if you picture what Hollywood thought was cool in the early 2000s, the intro to this movie is definitely that. Before we really dive into it, I believe our buddy the sauce over here has a little bit more information because he actually went and watched the original, which I've heard or I've read on Wikipedia is actually pretty good. So definitely. You did
1: research.
2: Oh yeah. It's just, all I did was Google it and then click a Wikipedia link. And then they were like, Oh, the original is actually well-regarded. Whereas the remake is not good. (laughs) And I was like, all right, well, fantastic. Happy to hear more from him. But before we really dive in, we have to give the audience, the listeners, a little bit of a recap. We call it getting to know each other.
1: Jonathan, or also known as... Jonathan. Jonathan. uh, Thrill-seeking, poor guy, fails at Downhill Luge and the National Hockey League. And LL Cool J offers him a position in some sketchy-ass sport known as Rollerball. What ensues is really just chaos. It's hard to really say details because it all kind of blurs together into montages of butt rock and adrenaline. But what were they really trying to show, I think, was that Rollerball is a sport and it's corrupt. And Jonathan's team is targeted multiple times to boost ratings LL Cool J dies, and Jonathan somehow leads the lamest revolution ever. And then the movie just ends. That pretty much sums it up.
2: Let's go on to the next section. It's called Going Steady, and this is where we dive into the movie and really say, hey, why is this movie as bad as we think it is? Or do we feel a little bit better about it the second go around? First off, first point definitely has to be, this is the coolest movie ever. <sighs> You want speed, you want rapid cuts, you got it. As we said earlier, as the sauce was saying, this starts off with a fucking downhill lose race. Has nothing to do with anything other than just showing that this guy is adrenaline. Mm-hmm. You want edge, this movie's all edge. And as we said, it's just butt rock. But for some reason, Pink is in it. Slipknot's yeah. in it. We got Rob Zombie music every other scene. Uh, so rewatching the intro... Yeah, it felt very, like, dated. And
0: as I said, it definitely feels like a very specific
3: moment.
0: As I told you all, like, I took notes while I watched it this time, and I had, like, (laughs) one Yeah, like, this opening scene, it doesn't, like, the purpose, I guess, is just to show that this dude's, like, a total badass or whatever,
3: Mm -hmm. which
0: doesn't doesn't even really come across. He actually just comes across (laughs) as pretty lame the whole time. Oh, yeah. Um, And then also I wrote down that he, they just want him to be a budget Keanu Reeves oh
1: that's yeah that's what i said i actually
0: I, I thought this was somewhat clever so i'm gonna share it with you but i wrote down keanu reed nice. because nice. that's what they wanted dude like they wanted like <laughs> almost keanu reeves but like they couldn't get him <laughs>
3: mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. yeah it's like when they wrote down like in the cast list, like oh who do we cast it's like oh we got keanu what You got keanu and then they like fold the page over <laughs> it's just like Keanu Reed this isn't the person that what are you talking about I said Reeves man Uh, I mean it's fine
1: well even from certain angles he looks similar
2: oh he definitely does It's like at one point kind of like a Cro-Magnon man and modern man it's like they were the same person and then they divulged into different (laughs) careers one was Keanu Reeves and one is this guy who went on to mm-hmm. go do rollerball. And I'm a, I, I know I've seen him in other things, but I don't know where this guy's from. All I recognize him from is American Pie. Is he in American Pie? <laughs> He's an American
0: Pie. And then, like, this.
2: And Rollerball. God, you got to believe he thought this was it, right?
1: Oh, man. He got to be the guy.
2: He was like, I'm, I'm going to be the leading man. Like, this is my jumping off point.
1: He was or, John a ton.
2: Or do you think... I got to believe that a lot of these people during filming were like, I don't know if this is it, man. It, uh,
0: it, it was making me think because one year before this, uh-huh. The Fast and the Furious came out. Oof. I feel like that was sort of a sleeper. It just blew up, you know? Yeah. And it, it made me wonder, like, when Chris Klein and LL Cool J signed up for this, were they like, dude, we're going to be the next fucking Vin Diesel?
2: Oh, Yeah. We're going to be I'm the really next Vinny right. D and Paul Walkers. Paul Walker, yeah. Mm. Speaking about two characters that are iconic, like the two guys from Fast and the Furious. In this film, two characters that matter. We got Jonathan, played by... Who was it? Chris Klein, you said? Yep. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, what what is there to say about him? He's a knockoff Keanu Reeves. He's a hockey league rodeo star, apparently. Those were like the definition that they gave him on paper he, he wants to play in the NHL at the beginning and he definitely says he doesn't want to play rollerball he's apparently aware of it but he says it's a circus not a sport so what does he do naturally he just dives right in and makes it mm-hmm. like his whole life the second character that matters is L. O. Cool J
1: that, that's not his name
2: <laughs> I don't remember his name I don't know his character's Ridley. name either what is it Ridley Ridley Marcus Ridley Wow. Oh, I, you took it, notes, I, man. <laughs> I
0: could
1: have you could have given me like a hundred chances to guess his name, would never have gotten there.
2: Honestly, you could have made up a name and I would have been like, yep.
1: <laughs> yep, that's, that's it. Name. That's it.
2: His name is Robert Starley. His name was Brumpo Tungus. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh <laughs> <His laughs> oh, <name>. the respectable.
2: <laughs> Dong Bong. <laughs> <laughs> but hello, Cool J. He shows up to help. Jonathan during the luge, none of it is really riveting at all. He just kind of shows up and says, "Hey, hop in the car. We're out of there. We're gone." Hello, Cool J is pretty much just there to be like pushing this guy on to stay in rollerball, and he sort of makes an off offhanded like comment saying that he can make enough money to retire off rollerball in like two years, which is going to be a little bit more confusing when we kind of get into rollerball <laughs> as a sport because it doesn't make any sense whatsoever.
0: When, uh, when, when they talk about how to
2: play rollerball, I wrote down the word Quidditch.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's kind <laughs> oh, of a similar God. energy.
2: Oh, we, we have a whole section dedicated to rollerball here in a minute. Other characters that maybe somewhat matter is that there's a Russian love interest who uh, doesn't do anything. John, is it John? How do you pronounce it? John Reno? Who? John Reno, John Reno, he's here, and he also just doesn't do much, even though he's the main antagonist. Mm-hmm. He's just mm-hmm. sort of there, and it's he's like, kind of mean. He like sort of waxes poetic, but like never really gets to a point. I don't know. No. It's fucking weird. Oh, and for wrestling fans, Paul Heyman is wasted in this movie.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: He's a great, great guy on the mic. Honestly. Go watch him on any like, fucking episode of Monday Night Raw. All of his lines are so much better than anything he says in this movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Shane McMahon shows up later, which is weird, because there's like, why are there so many wrestling guys in this? Two is too many.
1: They wanted to be in on the heat that was going to be Rollerball.
2: Mm-hmm. Because these guys, they're just all action. So let's talk about Rollerball as a sport, because mm-hmm. it makes it just... I don't know. It makes no sense in this movie, at least in the remake. We're, we're, going, we're talking the 2002 version, so definitely interested to see what the difference is between these and uh, if they actually cared in the original, because I gotta tell you, Rollerball makes no damn sense. No. Yep. Yeah. Here's the thing. With, with the original, they, they start off by
0: showing you a game of Rollerball. hmm and it's like, it's basically like uh, roller derby or whatever. Uh-huh. And uh, you know how you used to sit in English class and your English teacher would tell you, show, don't tell?
3: Yeah. Yes. Like,
0: that's all I could think of. It's because they just show you, like, this is how the game is played. And it's like, in two minutes, you get it.
2: Oh, God. Whatever.
3: Amazing. But then
0: in, in the remake, they explain the rules with a really bad CGI thing
3: (laughs) and then they
0: literally just say that they're Russian and complicated like Uh they just wave away like
2: yeah Paul Heyman gives up yeah because they have like oh my god they have Paul Heyman just like start off and he's like oh you want to know the rules to roll the ball here's this this and this and then after like three things he just says you know what you don't need to know the rules because they don't really matter all that matters is you throw the ball in the hoop and you get a point. It's like, how do you <laughs> expect this to be good when you just like immediately wave off that it's even important or that any of it matters?
0: Yeah, in the original, they show like people fouling each other, which uh-huh. by the way is like real. It's like it's like wide shots, so it feel like I was watching it like cringing because people are like actually getting hurt. Oh, there you mm. go. And. uh and like cuz it's ironic it's like it's almost shot boring like the way it's shot yeah. but it mm-hmm. feels way more like real and impactful than all the quick cut bullshit of the new one but yeah. anyway yeah. they like they show people like fouling each other and then like there's a ref who comes up and is like 2 minute penalty or whatever and then they have to go off like hockey
3: yeah
0: which is important cuz later in both movies like later they say oh they were playing this one with no fouls
3: yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, God.
0: In, in the remake, you're like, what are you fucking fouls? Like, you never saw something <laughs> There
2: like, were fouls the before. Basket? Like, yeah, like oh, it's so dumb. Yeah. They they talk about the refs and like they show that they have refs. And like you said, at the end of the movie, they're like, oh, in this one, we're gonna play with no rules. And like all the refs are walking off, like, oh well, I guess we don't have to do anything here. It's like who these refs did nothing throughout Mm-mm. the rest of this movie, they had zero control over the sport. Anytime that anyone, like there's essentially murder happening on the rollerball, I don't know, court, whatever you want to call it. And the rest Blaines? are just there. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and the rest are just there like blowing a whistle, just like, hey, I cut it out. Knock oh, it off. Oh, well, I guess they're not listening. All right. I guess that's it. I don't know. Is this not just basic things? Is this not just what you should be able to show as a director that, hey. I don't know. Maybe there's some rules in the sport.
1: There is, I feel the need to say this. Bluey, a child's show, has an episode dedicated to the premise of what makes games fun. Rules because if you <laughs> take the rules away, it's not fun anymore because nobody can follow along, and that's the mistake that this movie makes right off the bat oh, is yeah. not getting invested in the literal title of the movie, which is Rollerball.
0: Yeah, it's like literally incomprehensible to watch. Really? Oh, yeah, they have the motors. Like at one point, I wrote down LL Cool J, why she <laughs> does nothing, yeah, in-, in terms of like why is it important that she's on the team. Yeah, yeah, because I don't... he literally just rides a motorcycle. Like you tell me you can't find a guy to ride a motorcycle?
1: He's supposedly like the captain.
2: Yeah, I don't know, but what does he do? He just like rolls around on the motorcycle in loops and then like that's it. Like I don't I were really were guess. there motorcycles in the original?
0: Yeah, but they served like a real purpose because it's like an actual big it's just a big loop. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so like people would grab onto the motorcycle for speed mm-hmm. because what you had to do is you have to go two laps around with the ball. Yeah, And then you throw it in like this little hoop. Okay. Mm. And so like you ride the motorcycle around against speed and then people guard the hoop. So it's like uh, actually skill oh. if you drop it, like a new ball comes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like actually there is like an actual skill involved in like how do we teamwork move the ball to get it in the little hoop thing rather than like the wacky <laughs> throw it against the
2: a- pyro plate
3: yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah.
2: Ah, oh, that was so wild god yeah i mean like you said it's just like a show don't tell they tried to do both and just failed at both i struggle to find out even what rollerball is supposed to be as a sport in this movie because it's somehow simultaneously like the biggest sport but it's also like it seems highly illegal and they like Talk about how like, oh, you can't, you know, we got to keep it a secret. No one's supposed to know about this. We're doing this in secret. But then they have like a giant stadium in the middle of a city (laughs) with tons of fans outside. that have fucking signs.
3: (laughs) Yeah. And they're like, Jonathan. Yeah, this is my
2: team. And like the cops are outside and everything. And it's just like, (sighs) how is this both illegal and broadcast to the world? None of this makes sense.
0: Yeah this movie is a movie of contradictions
3: yeah <laughs> uh, is it
1: is it illegal in the the first film
0: no so actually so there's a lot of things like from the first movie the first movie is just way more interesting it's like way yeah. more interesting than the movie and just since we're starting at the beginning of the movie there's ser- there's several things at the beginning of the remake that are literally just shot for shot pulled from the original oh. mm. like mm people sh- like people chanting Jonathan yeah like they're all chanting Jonathan because he's like the best player except yeah. in the original it's in Houston
3: oh mm.
0: yeah not Kazakhstan <laughs> yeah um, and the crowd can say his name which for some racist reason people in Kazakhstan say, can't say Jonathan no
1: nope. yeah. we oh had to break God. it into weird non- and it's fucking,
2: yeah not only yeah. is it like because they write it out as John a ton, yeah. <laughs> and there's that, and then they just because we're talking about racism real quick. God, this movie is racist against racist,
1: <laughs> like everybody. Like
2: because it's only in like the Middle East, just like Eastern countries, I guess. It's only in like Kazakhstan and like Russia and. Bit of
0: Mongolia and Azerbaijan.
2: Yeah. Every single time that they talk about the country and portray the country they're in it's just portrayed as like the shittiest just all slum all the people cannot be trusted Mm -hmm. (laughs) like jonathan he looks at them and he's like oh this place sucks and like lo cool j when they're in the club and he's like talking to asian women he's just using a fucking asian accent like the stereotypical you know like just disrespectful (laughs) and like talking to them essentially saying like you know uh doing the whole ching chong thing yeah what the fuck is this movie man well
1: and it's also similar like it it he does that thing where if you don't speak the same language as somebody you think that they're going to understand you if you slow down and yell at them yeah, yeah, yeah like that's not conveying meaning buddy you're just being a dick
2: that's fucking uh, wild so you're telling me it wasn't that racist in the original
0: <laughs> no not really because
2: i mean because they're
0: in houston well, because uh so just to give you like a quick recap of the idea of the original is it actually is like a post whatever modernity movie where mm-hmm. like there's like I don't think there's any more nation states or anything. Like there's only oh. corporations. Oh,
3: oh
0: and uh so, so just America.
3: Like, <laughs> yeah. So there's
0: so there's rollerball teams, but they're like like, the ones in the movie are, like, uh, Houston, Madrid, Tokyo. Hmm. Like, they're just the... I think... I got the sense there was, like, maybe one in each continent-ish.
3: Ooh. You know? Like, it was, it was a
0: big deal to have a team. I think there's some line about there's no war anymore. And, like, essentially... Uh, it's a rollerball, baby. Disputes are settled on the on the rollerball, <laughs> rollerball Amazing between various you know industries and stuff we should do that now
1: rollerball rollerball <laughs> there
0: there is that scene i don't know if you'll remember in the remake like he comes out and he's wearing it's like right after the first game he comes out and he's wearing a cowboy hat yeah and, yeah, yeah. Like and stuff and he takes his hat and he throws it into the crowd mm-hmm. and i remember where i was watching it with uh tamale puppy and yeah. we were like laughing because we're like what a,
3: this
0: is such a lame
2: thing. <laughs> yeah. But it's like literally a shot for shot remake of the original. Uh, like that's mm. what he does. He comes out and he like throws his cowboy in. And it makes more sense because they're from like Houston, Texas. Yep. So it's like, oh, he's makes a
1: Cowboy. Sense. Well, and that's why they call him Cowboy.
2: Oh, that, fuck. That never right.
1: translated <laughs> in the remake. So I was like, why the hell are they counting? I know he's from America. <laughs> yeah, they Cowboys, Americans, sure, yeah. Oh
2: my god. It sounded like
1: and wasn't he street losing in like San Francisco?
2: It was somewhere.
1: Like what the- <laughs>
3: Yeah.
0: I took it as like a because apparently this movie is like pretty like influenced by professional wrestling. That that was like, oh, a, yeah. like I, a a character he was playing. Like
2: I definitely uh,
1: yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, and the and I mean that's a point that I put in a little bit later. So we'll expand on it later. But it definitely I think is Kind of trying to be like wrestling, like professional wrestling, but it just like falls flat in every way.
3: Mm-hmm. Like, it,
2: as I said, I'll talk about it later, but professional wrestling gets a lot of flag for being like scripted and all that. And that's what like most critics of professional wrestling are like, yeah, I don't like it because it's scripted and all that. And it's like this movie tries to portray that, but just does everything terribly. Like, tries to show like, oh, it's like a scripted sport. So we control it and we know the outcome. But then none of it is portrayed well. None of it is executed well, and like the gimmicks that people have don't make any sense. No, it's just it's kind of frustrating to see. Like, cause you get it. It's like I get what they were trying to do, but how did they miss the mark so bad?
0: Well, and also, I mean, one of the things we can talk about this later, but apparently the reason that John McTiernan wanted, like, his motivating factor in remaking this was he wanted to make. The spectacle of the original but without any of the social commentary i think there actually is social commentary in that he put in on accident
1: yeah yeah Yeah. Uh, it's it's so it well the the commentary is like sketchy but oh yeah
2: speaking of which the next point here lost the message slash the plot is this movie fucking anti or pro-capitalism because it feels like it's fucking both. <laughs> mm-hmm. I,
0: th- I think there's like this like res- resophobic like undercurrent. Uh-huh. Yeah, of, like, totally. Oh, like they're doing capitalism, which is good, but they're like doing it in this greedy, corrupt way, which is yeah. uh-huh. bad.
3: And I think <laughs> that's, that's what capitalism the, the is. Somewhere else.
2: Uh, exactly, yeah. It's inherently greed and inherently just... how I mean... I don't know because there's it's very heavily like ads. They make a point early on. Jonathan drinking a bevvy. It's like you got to hey do it again. Label out. Put that label out. And like the capitalism message of like profits over lives is very heavily all over the movie. Like Mm -hmm. they will fucking injure slash kill people just to get views, which the viewers that whole viewer screen makes no sense.
1: No, the rating system is that what you're talking about? The rating system. Oh my gosh!
2: They just sort of show numbers and they're like, "Hey, look, the ratings." The fuck do you mean, dog? Like
1: the (laughs) number is bigger, so that means it's good. Uh huh. Out of what? Out of what? I'm just seeing like the number thirteen, and the next I'm seeing like twenty eight. I'm like, okay, I guess that's better.
2: Yeah. Oh, I I, when I was watching the second time, I was like, this is reminding me of Twitch. It feels, like, it feels like they were in their Twitch stream and they were looking like, ooh, we got 10 viewers. And I like to think about it as like, not in the millions. Like, <laughs> this sport is so niche that they're like, oh, wow, we got eight people watching. <laughs> like, we got to step it up. And it's just, I don't know. It's funny to think about it that way because they're like, oh, shit. Now we got 23. Now we're getting up there. You know, now, now we got a lot of eyes on this. Hello, Cool J, he's all about capitalism until mm-hmm. he almost dies. <laughs> Then he's not all about capitalism because <laughs> shit, it's his real. limit. Yeah, but he says the phrase, "Just close your eyes and take the money. Just mm-hmm. you know, hey, turn a blind eye to everything else. Just take the money, man. That's all that matters." It's like, hello, Cool J. What is? What even is your character?
1: I yeah, I mean, I don't know if it fits in here, but one thing that Eddie and I were definitely grateful for rewatching this movie were the ads. Because we watched it on Tubi, so <laughs> we only had to watch it in like twenty-minute increments, and we're like, whoo, Thank God we get a, like a break." Because the ads, unlike the film, had a plot line that I could follow.
2: <laughs> yeah, funny enough, in this movie that we don't know if it's like anti or pro capitalism. The fucking like capitalism that we have today with these ads was just like a welcome break. Just oh, thank God! Now I can actually get a little bit of a plot.
3: Mm-hmm
0: yeah at uh, at one point when I was r- keeping my notes, I wrote down this was pretty early in the movie I wrote down, what is this movie about? I don't know and i
3: actually like i think
0: I, I can I can interpret it like I have a, an actual fairly coherent Marxist interpretation of this film yeah. Ooh, that, all right. that obviously they did on accident. Mm-hmm. yeah,
2: he wanted to get rid of the political message but like yeah it's
0: it's very interesting to me that he didn't want any social commentary, and then like Like subconsciously, all this filtered in, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but literally, like, just elevator pitch: what is this movie about?
2: Uh, not Keanu Reeves because we couldn't get him. And LL Cool (laughs) J like to do things that kids think are cool. They go fast, and oh, there's boobs. A lot of boobs. Lots of boobs. And then uh, at the end, like it's like a revolution give me money
1: mm. yeah i don't really cuz cuz this is a book right rollerball was a book first
2: it's
0: a short story which i did not read i think i, didn't the, read it I think the movie the original movie is supposed to be pretty like faithful i guess Okay. Yeah. huh
1: i would guess that it's just like kind of about like i i would hope that the original message was like the uprising of individuals against the corporate machine in order to like create a fun dystopian future where individuals actually have, I don't know, a say in their own lives.
2: Fun dystopia. I like Fun it.
1: dystopia.
2: Roller yeah. In the, original,
0: in the original one, the reason they want to kill Jonathan is because he is like too individualistic and mm. to, like, gives people hope, which I mean, it's kind of. Capitalism and individuality go hand in hand. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. <laughs> you know, but uh, whatever. Even though even though I might think that the social commentary aspect of it's like isn't
2: correct, at least it had something. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Also, Jonathan's not really likable. I don't really root for him as a protagonist. I mean,
2: what even is his personality?
1: His proto- <laughs> his his personality is I roller skate well, and I have a girlfriend who lets me touch her hot body.
0: It's like a, the Keanu Reeves thing where he's playing just someone really wooden, and you're like, "Is this on purpose or is this just
2: <laughs> how he acts?" You know? is this on purpose or can our leading man just not act? <laughs> <laughs> I guess this is what we got ourselves into.
1: What was it about the early aughts where we were just like, "Yes, men, give us nothing."
2: Oh yeah, give us. I mean, what nothing. is it about all of humankind with white men? Just mm-hmm. giving us nothing.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> true. It's like you got to be stoic
2: and like have no
0: emotions, mm-hmm. either positive or negative. And like yeah. you're just driven by violence. And like yeah. that's how you find a yeah. game, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh,
1: my gosh. This segues so well into him having a theme song.
2: Oh, yeah. That was fucking funny. <laughs> like, I didn't pick up on this. Because they fucking, okay.
1: Let's backpack in the, Set us in the up. movie.
2: They show us our first rollerball scene. Pyro's going off. But anyways, you're like 30 minutes in and you're like, I have no idea what's happening. The other team just like straight up tries to murder one of Jonathan's players. Like just because they have a heavy metal ball and they just like hit this man in the face with it. Knock his helmet off and just crush his nose with this ball. I don't know how this man didn't die immediately. Mm. But for one, the guys in charge all of a sudden like sit up and you can tell they got like you know they got a semi going oh yeah it's just twitching and they see the viewer count go up by five and like cool now we have 10 people watching (laughs) and all of a sudden they're like hey wait a minute people like violence which to me was like has this never happened before (laughs) like did they never see a correlation between people enjoying violence and it having more ratings because i feel like anyone who's human knows this they act like oh we gotta do more of this <laughs> <laughs> and then John, jonathan jonathan I'm, I'm gonna go between pronunciations he like taps the band that they have <laughs> which <laughs> which i'm pretty sure is never really brought up it's after a
1: really bad band too can i just never say that again.
0: never
2: seen ever again or the before. band is
1: horrible <laughs> they're like five different genres like trying to i
2: mean you gotta throw everything at it but he like taps the board and then they just start playing you know they start playing just a beat and then like everyone's like oh fuck jonathan's about to do something and they just like go start kicking ass does he have a theme
1: that's his theme baby
2: and, le- and then like you said it's just never seen again
1: you know it was only in Kazakhstan. that's the only place that band existed
0: I gotta just say, as you were doing that little opening riff right there, I thought you were referencing Suicidal Tendencies.
2: Oh, I was.
0: (laughs) Uh, Okay, I was gonna be like, okay, because that would actually be cool. It would be good. But then, like, why would they just be there for one match? All he wanted was to
2: play Rollerball. Yeah, could you imagine? God, that could be a good movie here.
0: Right? Also, since we're talking about that scene, I just want to bring up something, which I think I'll loop back later on. but okay, so... Whatever, I'll just I'll show some of my cards here in, in terms of what I think an actual like the 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 accidental theory here. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Where okay, so this movie is about third world exploitation. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah.
0: Inevitable proletarian uprising, right? One of the things that is interesting in relation to the first movie, it's in Houston, right? It's in Tech mm-hmm. good old America, you know. In this movie, it's in I think he just vaguely says Central Asia for this part. Yeah, I'm taking it through the lens of this is a ex- exploited country uh, mm-hmm. where labor conditions are are horrible, right? And and therefore like you can more efficiently exploit the yeah. uh, local you know workers, right?
3: Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah. this
0: person who gets like I assume murdered with the rollerball. Yeah. you notice he's M- Mongolian, right? Mm. Like he's not he's not one of these Western. He's not one of the U.S. people or something. Uh He's not a face of the company. Yeah, he he gets murdered because his life doesn't matter, right? Because of where he's from. After after we get the the cool kick-ass
2: music scene. Suicidal tendencies.
0: This is where where the incomprehensible stuff comes in. But I don't know if anybody caught. They went up to the crowd, and somebody in the crowd handed a very small American flag. What? What? To I think Jonathan,
3: Weird. and like when they're
0: when they're like skating off, like just having beat that other team's ass, they're literally holding like a tiny little American flag.
3: Weird.
1: Which I think
0: I think in the movies universe is supposed to be like, oh hell yeah, dude, like here, here's this hero American coming to fight for the the um, white
1: savior. From- exactly.
0: What it really is is it's kind of ironic, right? Because I mean, yep. all this exploitation is being done. Like, even explicitly says, like, all this violence is happening because they're trying to get a North American TV deal. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and then the very next scene, they go to the club and the the minor dude tells LL Cool J, you make a hundred times what I do. Mm-hmm. So, again, just, like, bringing up, like, the, you know, ultra-exploited, like, mm-hmm. global South population. Like, it's only possible to, for this game to be this... Profitable and for these westerners to come In and make this much money Through the exploitation yeah. of these Other workers yeah, I no. felt
1: so bad for like that the miners sense. And stuff well and especially in the, the Finale Of the movie where you know Shit goes awry <laughs> And you actually get to Not that it was ever awry before But <laughs> um, Their team made it To the finals and they got to actually like Show up and be there and just like, oh, the air just coming out of them and then them realizing like, wait a second, we don't have to be exploited
2: if yeah. we do. Which would be which would up. be good if this were a better movie like South ah,
1: insane, you know?
2: There you go. Like bones. There's
0: bones. There,
1: bones
2: there. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, that would make more sense, you know, because then and if we were making this movie better and we're fixing things, that whole like minor not even like the B plot, it's like the... It's F plot. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, the J plot with it. Because it was like brought up in five seconds and then they brought it back for like 15 seconds at the end. was like, oh, this team is the team of the people and they represent the people and like what we want and like that's our team. You don't get to have this message at the end. Mm. <laughs> you didn't, you earn, didn't earn this. <laughs> you don't get to just come come around and like, oh, this is how this revolution works out because it doesn't make any sense. I just have it on my notes, but like you had brought
0: up that LL Cool J, like he says, close your eyes and take the money. Yeah. Like literally that scene is almost immediately followed by the Slipknot scene. Oh, mm-hmm. God. And the juxtaposition in that scene is there's the music and then Jonathan is driving a sports car like a flagrant display of wealth. Right, and he's yeah. driving by unhoused people. Yeah. And, and like he's looking out and seeing like... He's
3: like, ugh, disgusting.
0: Yeah, Yeah. like it doesn't like the film doesn't really make any commentary, like overt commentary. But again, you're just like, okay, like, yeah, you're only the only way that you are able to be in that position is because of them, you know, Mm -hmm. like the surplus population that's like hyper exploited. Right. Yeah.
1: Well, it doesn't it doesn't make I don't know. It's like that. And maybe that's the the unintentional thing is it doesn't make you look cool when you're it'd be one thing if you were like in an extremely wealthy city like Dubai and there are thousands of an amazing expensive vehicles around you that would translate more to like cool but by having the unhoused people or you know the people being abused on the streets it's like Jonathan I don't think you're looking real cool right now you're kind of the douche in this situation
2: I don't think Jonathan I mean in the universe Jonathan doesn't give a shit doesn't I don't know seem I don't know way. what he I don't know what he stands for honestly but uh, it doesn't really seem like he cares. He just—I feel like if you ask in-universe Jonathan, he'd just be like, "Ah, look at these pieces of shit on the street. Fucking <laughs> disgusting. Not like America."
0: It's like the the scene with the mine bombing or whatever. Like they're having a protest at the mine. Do you remember that part?
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like
0: he's totally oblivious. And like I feel like they could—they could have been setting this up as like him like gaining this class consciousness. And like, yeah. But it, but they don't. You know. Mm-hmm. Like instead, it's just like this spasm of violence
3: that has no real spark or
2: anything it doesn't Why seem that? intentional my at all. car it's my just car. Used, it's just used as like hey look how shitty these countries are there's like unrest and violence and you're in danger everywhere you go in these countries and also it's just used as a way for like the manager to be like where were you last night huh we saw your car like that's the only reason that's there what else does it say it's just like again more action in the form of violence and then like he and the russian lady she is russian right i think she's dutch oh well fuck it no, no.
1: <laughs> all I know, I know is her tits are out a lot
2: but then they just like run off and like the whole premise of like the people in charge of rollerball like they set up these accidents to happen to jonathan's team only it seems cuz for some reason i mean i guess he's the face of the sport but uh his teammates start to see that this accident wasn't an accident. It was a setup. And then immediately after hearing that, Jonathan is just like, oh, it was a setup? Let me talk to the guy in charge. Because there's no way that he set this up.
1: No, no, he's a good guy. I'm
2: going to let him know that we're on to him. And then he just goes and bangs this girl, who was rude to him. Tits out in the gym. Whew. You know, I don't know. We can refer to Kayla, but... Mm-hmm. I, kind of I know like- I like
1: seeing my tits pop when <laughs> I'm lifting weights.
2: I feel like most women probably would not work out topless.
1: No, especially during card- cardio. No, but she was doing weights. I don't know. Maybe you want to see him um, pop.
2: Maybe. Maybe see I the muscles know. working. But then she suddenly, she's like, oh, take a look at this. And she suddenly has like five different camera angles of the incident. First of all, where'd you get this?
1: Where's this footage from? <laughs> and why is there a tablet in the shower?
2: Why, why do you have this? Are you a hacker all of a sudden? And she's like, oh, look at that. They were filming it before and they knew what was going to happen and all that. And it's just like, if you have this capability, how are you struggling to figure this thing out? How would you not know immediately what's going on? And how would Jonathan not immediately be like, fuck, we got to get out of here? I don't know. It it doesn't make any sense. I I, I keep trying to find like sense (laughs) in this movie. And it's just like, ah, here's a scene. Anyways, let's get to them banging. Can we talk
0: about the most... Because, I mean, we're almost already there. Oh, yeah. Like, the most incomprehensible jump I've probably ever seen in any movie.
1: <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> uh, so,
0: so, first of all, Aurora, who I believe is Dutch, she gets, like, punched off. This is what I mean, like, the penalty minutes, supposedly. Oh, she yeah. punched yeah. off of a motorcycle and then lit on fire. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, I mean, okay, I, again, I kind of, if they were going to do that, I feel like it would be to one of these non-Western stars or whatever. Oh, yeah, right? mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Anyways, this this is the incident that that pushes Ridley over the edge, and he's in the hospital. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the teammates bring money to them to escape the hospital. Yeah. And I feel like it's setting up this, like, oh, we're going to escape the hospital. This is going to be interesting. And then jump to...
1: Night
3: vision! (laughs) Night vision, dude.
2: God, this is so... It's It's so so unbearable. For one... I just want to remind the audience that at this point in the movie, you're like 50 fucking minutes in <laughs> Yeah, it's
0: one hour into the movie
2: Yeah, it's what and it feels like you've seen two things happen, you've spent like maybe 20 minutes on the court everything else something happened, but you don't know what it is,
3: mm-hmm.
2: for Kayla and I watching it the second time, we're on like ad number four, ad break number four and we turn to each other and we're like, honestly I don't know what's happening <laughs> but when we came back like i checked the time and i was like oh my god this movie's almost over and i don't know what's happened
0: i, I was gonna say it's like the true jump the shark moment oh yeah like, up until that point it was like sort of a coherent movie mm-hmm. yeah and then like they're looking they're literally looking out the window being like oh, i'm gonna i'm gonna escape the hospital mm-hmm. and then cut they're in the middle of fucking nowhere in a in
2: a van yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> what happened they are fucking in media res right now yeah, we, we just, it's like they opened up into another movie. Another
1: movie. I <laughs> found footage, night vision. All of a sudden,
2: movie. it just, oh my God. Because I found myself thinking, why is there night vision? Is this a documentary? Like, why do we as a viewer need night vision? This is not how this works. <laughs> this no. is not like if they need night vision, show them with night vision goggles on, but let me see it nice. Yeah. Let me yeah, see it yeah, good. Yeah. It's so hard to see anything you're questioning hey am i watching the same movie those are the same people they're the same actors but what is happening like you said they're just already driving it's like how did they get here didn't I you guess, say i guess they were successful
1: say, did you chime in it? it was about like seven minutes of oh night God. vision it yeah, felt yeah, like yeah. 20 to 30 minutes long The first time we watched it, I was like, I don't think this is ever going to end. I think the rest of this film is going to be in night vision and I won't have any fucking clue what's going on.
2: Mm -hmm. Well, why was it in night vision?
0: I think I read that like they either they shot it and it was too dark. So they didn't have like it was just almost unsolvable (laughs) or yikes! or there was something about like they shot it. And people hated it so much that they went back and redid it. And I don't know why they did the night vision. Oh
3: my God. But like,
0: legitimately, all I could think of was this fucking dude made Die Hard. Yeah. This dude die hard. <laughs> like, he knows how to shoot action. And this entire, like, whatever you said, it was seven minutes is just yeah. like a student film. Oh my God. Like, at one hour and two minutes, they are chased by what looks like a car. Oh, and they say, God. is that a plane? Is that an off-road airplane? <laughs> and then the plane flies over them and they say, shit, for like 15 <laughs> seconds. And it's genuinely like one of the most campy things I've seen in my It's the most like cliche thing ever.
1: It's so funny.
0: Like beyond just the, beyond just the, the fence, right? Like yeah. the fence, Oh God. my God. Fence. We'll get there. We'll get there. Like the sound design, it's really through the whole movie. Which is something I wouldn't even normally pay attention to, but like,
1: yeah.
0: Oh, it's so bad. (laughs) You only know it because it's so bad. Like, so much of it, so much (laughs) of the rest of the movie sounds adr in.
3: Yeah, yeah.
0: But like this one, it's really fucking bad where it's like, are their lips even moving? Oh, yeah. And they're like shouting. And yeah, Yeah, it's it's like a. There are
1: whole sections of dialogue I missed. Mm -hmm. I had no idea what the characters were saying because it was so unintelligible.
2: The first time we saw this, The night vision felt like it was like 30 minutes. Yeah. And then when I time, because I was like, I'm going to time it. It was only the night vision started at like the 58 minute mark and it ends at one hour and six minutes. So it was only like seven, eight minutes. And it it just, it feels like the longest thing of like, what am I watching right now? But in the middle of all that, (laughs) (laughs) you're questioning your life and how you got to this moment and how... John McTiernan got to this moment the most I don't know I gotta say it's the most questionable decision in the whole film
1: honestly I, <laughs> I, I agree
2: because I honestly I don't know how someone looks at this and sees what they did and doesn't think that's the most out of place just <laughs> hilarious like comedy thing you could possibly put in a quote-unquote serious action movie
3: but uh
2: sas why don't you do the honors because you introduced it to us okay
0: so I'll, I'll just talk if if people haven't seen this please do <laughs> but anyways <laughs> yeah. the the shot of where they say oh is that an off-road airplane where the like the horrible <laughs> cgi like horribly cgi this like big c-130 cargo plane over them yeah and then so LL Cool J takes the the motorcycle off road and they go through a, a barbed wire fence that like i legitimately the there's no way the sound person wasn't playing a joke yeah. i refuse to believe that this was not a joke dude yeah
2: there has to be like i said it's the most out of place just like <laughs> i mean i could play it right here because kayla found the exact fucking sound like she she (laughs) sent it to you right you got it oh yeah yeah. he got it because she like went like soundboard and was searching and we were just listening to the sound two seconds and fucking laughing and then i looked it up you can look it up audience listeners go look up
1: somebody has a youtube video yeah and it's (laughs) entitled i think it's like the weirdest sound choice in movie history, yeah. like, or something like that. But just search, and it's this
2: scene: rollerball boing, and it's like a minute <laughs> long. Mike's house was saying they crash through a barbed wire fence, and instead of I don't know, just the regular sound of crashing through a barbed wire fence, or maybe just like like scraping metal, maybe or no sound at all, really, because there's an yeah. airplane overhead. Instead of that, what they decide to play. Is this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Why?
0: I gotta say, like well, the first time we're watching this, because oh, it it cut to the it cut to the night vision. Yeah, and watching it again, I put in my notes: this looks like Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> like uh-huh. it literally looks like it's shot on like a VHS, like shaky. Oh, yeah. Like, it looks nothing like the rest of the movie. Uh-uh. And I remember, like, we all just felt, I don't know, at least I felt pretty, like, kind of bored at that point. I yes, was like,
1: absolutely. Okay.
0: Just, just, like, mystified. Like, my brain was just melting out of my ears.
3: Mm-hmm. And then
2: Just end the movie. Did.
0: Yeah, and then they played that sound, and I will never forget, like, we all just stopped, and I turned, and I looked at Eddie, and we made <laughs> yeah. eye contact as if to just be like, did you fucking hear that, too? <laughs> and, and Meanwhile,
3: I,
1: I'm just laying on the couch, like, dumbfounded and just so confused because i heard it too and i'm just like i i think i made that up in my head i don't think and then you guys reacted and i was like oh my god it was real yeah. it was real and then we replayed it
0: they played it again yeah. they go through two fences and it happens both times.
1: <laughs> are you it's kidding so
2: funny i don't even remember the it second happens time. twice
1: i what? don't remember the second one
2: i black out every time i hear it yeah dude
0: i literally like i can pinpoint that as like one of the hardest laughs i have had oh
2: my god yeah like i had to walk it off dude i was like crying (laughs) (laughs)
3: because
2: it was legitimately like you and i turning and looking at each other eyes as wide as could be (laughs) like did the thing where our hands were out trying to grab onto like reality and figure out (laughs) what's real and what's not (laughs) we just (laughs) oh Oh my how? gosh. Like you said, how is that not a joke? There's no way that you hear this sound. <laughs> a fence.
1: Also, just the completely wrong genre. We're not in a Looney Tunes yeah, movie. It's legitimately
2: like-, like a Looney Tunes sound. Like that's when Wiley e. Coyote steps on the spring and gets flung a million uh-huh. feet into the air.
1: Yeah.
2: But they decide in the middle of this
1: quote unquote quote, intense unquote, chase scene,
2: <laughs> serious action movie to so throw that in there. There's no way that it's not a joke. And then I'm just supposed to like come back.
1: Yeah, we're just <laughs> supposed to finish the movie after and watch that.
2: Another what 15-20 minutes?
1: Yeah. I was telling Eddie, I was like, I think that's the biggest immersion break I've ever experienced. Period.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
3: Because I wasn't
1: th- even invested. But then I became invested because I was so <laughs> dumbfounded.
0: <laughs> that that was the moment for me that like this movie went from like bad movie to like art. It is like, camp. high art. <laughs> like is it a joke? Like, uh-huh.
2: It's smart. It's smart. It's doing something. I just I can't figure out what it is just yet. But it's doing cool. something.
0: Also, the the very next thing is we with oh, Cool J gets shot pretty yeah. much right after this.
2: Yeah. Oh
3: Which yeah.
1: Also. <laughs> Impossible shot.
0: Oh, he's my like God. a quarter
1: mile away in the dark. I've
0: forgotten that he jumps his like 600 pound hog motorcycle <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: across the fucking open drawbridge. <laughs> yeah. The bad guys pull up. In my mind, I'm thinking it's pitch black. So I guess maybe they just see a light and assume they see him fucking make that jump. He lands. And then they got fucking, it must have been like Chris Kyle's father or something.
3: <laughs> just, you know,
2: he's got the strong genes and he just snipes this man. And what I have to believe is pitch black darkness. And then it's just like sort of, again, hard cuts from that to like, oh, that scene's over now. <laughs> Did you remember the Boeing? All right.
1: I I can't stop thinking about the Boeing and now I'm supposed to be reinvested
2: into this. It's back to reality. Whatever reality we have here. And uh Yeah, it,
0: the the entire like it just didn't if they wanted to set up this like emotional like, oh shit, L Cool J died, and I, I feel like it would have been more effective if they like poisoned him or
3: Oh yeah. Something mm-hmm.
0: something, you know, like threatened threaten Jonathan and then El Cool J Yeah. He didn't play ball or whatever. Like This entire section of the movie adds nothing and takes away any any goodwill you had towards it. God.
2: You know, there's a fan of everything out there, and I want to meet the guy, the man or woman, who loves this movie, unironically, and just thinks that this is it. Because I gotta believe, if anyone was on board, they had to have gotten off board after that night vision. They were like, this was an amazing movie until... (laughs) Night vision, boing, Hello, Cool J sniped, just hard cut to the next day. It doesn't matter.
1: And then, like, I know I just watched this movie, but I forget what happens. I remember the end.
2: No, for me, here, I'll I'll fill in the gap for you because I remembered the scene, but I didn't remember what was said. Because after the night vision, they go to like a mine. And this is what this is the part to me where the main antagonist makes no damn sense. Because, you know, they're doing all this stuff. They've got Rollerball Corrupt. I believe this is where he kind of, like, talks about how he needs this North American deal. And they're, like, so close. And he tells Jonathan, like, that he owns everyone who owns everything. He says he owns miners. So he owns the mine because he owns the person who owns the mine. He owns politicians and all that. But, like, Doug, how do you have this? You own, like, a failing sport. But by your own admission just cannot get a TV deal needs to do all these like stunts to try and up the viewers from 15 people to 30. You're burning through players because you're just like outright murdering people. Like, how does this guy have the money? How is he like the highest of highs on the totem pole? And yet he has to like resort to all these little tactics to try and just get by.
0: Yes. Yeah. I actually thought this, this seems actually pretty interesting, I thought, because they, like, go to this big open pit mine, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're sitting at the top, and they're, like, literally physically above the mine. Oh, yeah. Oh, and, yeah. like, looking down upon them. Look at this. This is
2: shit.
1: But this isn't a social commentary. Don't look no. into it, yeah. sauce. No, no, don't no, no, look no, no, into no. it.
0: <laughs> well, And then I think the thing that, the, like, subtext, which I don't know it's supposed to be there, but yeah, you know, these are, like, Central Asia, so we're, like, in these post-Soviet countries, like, roughly 10-ish years after mm-hmm. the Soviet Union fell. So mm-hmm. then, I mean, in real life, right, like, all these major industries, like, mining and stuff are captured by, you know, essentially, like, former intelligence people or former military people who then become, like, kind of state-sponsored criminals or whatever, which I feel like is what Petrovich is supposed to be representing you know mm-hmm.
2: uh-huh. is that his like, name
0: <laughs> yeah yeah we call okay. him <laughs> we
1: call him reno
0: hello john reno reno
1: yeah
0: cause at some point like in that airplane scene right before they mentioned that he used to be like an intelligence officer or some shit like that Did so i, I took it that. to be like oh like <laughs> he's like like a putin-esque like mm. that's captured, what i drew
1: comparison what to used to be
0: you know state owned is now private owned and mm-hmm. that's why he, that's how he's like one of the richest people You know, doing this. Yeah, Yeah,
1: I got confused and I was like, "Where's the miner? Like that the guy that's mining down there was he a rollerball player at one point? (laughs) Maybe." And he's like, "I'm gonna put you in the pit."
2: I'm gonna put you in the pit. You
1: played a bad game.
0: Mm I was like, "Oh." And then the, the other interesting thing with that scene is that he like tries to coax Jonathan over into being on his side by like offering him ownership. Oh yeah, and media rights. So it's being I don't know. To me, it's like oh like. Yeah, if you just you know buy into capitalism, like
3: mm-hmm.
0: if you just play by the, play by our rules, like you will benefit greatly, and you know we just let's just not worry or think about.
2: Hey, just take the money. Budget.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. just yeah,
2: close your eyes and take the
3: money. Right? Take, take the, the money.
2: money. There's no social commentary in this film, all right? None of it's it. It's
1: just action.
2: It's just rollerball, and then we get the final game. Before this final game, Aurora she sees. Essentially, the team that she's on get, like, fucking swords to be able to murder Jonathan. It's like, <laughs> as you can tell, because I don't know people's names and I don't, <laughs> I don't know points. I watched this movie twice, but I feel like I just, like, you know, it just all goes over my head because I can't fathom what's happening. But I feel like this is the first time that I see that the teams have, like, lacrosse sticks. At least to me, I was like, why do they randomly have these fucking lacrosse sticks because it doesn't make any sense Mm -hmm. did that's something that's something we also totally
0: skipped over Mm -hmm. like okay so in the original one they just are wearing like jerseys and helmets and stuff like they look like football players or something
2: oh sure in this
0: movie for no reason that i can discern whatsoever everyone is dressed like a fucking like i don't even know like it's halloween or something Yeah, yeah
2: like they're halloween and they're all like vaguely knights of, like, the round table, but also like WWE wrestlers who their gimmick is that they're a knight. I don't know. It's very weird. Some of them have like spikes on, some of them have like full suits of armor. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's the one person who has like a little joker. Yeah. Yeah.
3: He's like a jester. Like,
0: yeah. That like taunts people. Like,
2: <laughs> it's like really stupid WWE, <laughs> really stupid pro wrestling. And I know that pro wrestling, again, is looked down upon. I fucking love it. I love it. I love what it does. I love when you can tell a good story and you script it. It's like a movie, right? A TV show. When you can tell a long-term story and you do it well, who cares if you know what's going to happen? But like this movie is so dumb because it tries to get that. It has Paul Heyman from pro wrestling, Shane McMahon from pro wrestling, and they go with like the ooh final game, no rules because it's hardcore. You know, it's like a hardcore match in wrestling. This is really stupid because in universe, I pull in and I think that these fans are going to watch an unscripted sport. There's no way that a group of fans would be behind just random acts of violence, like in a fucking normal-ass baseball game. All of a sudden, they're just like, hey, what if during this match, players could just beat the shit out of each other with their baseball bats? Wouldn't that be cool? The fans would be like, um... I don't want to watch this. No. <laughs> this is not cool. And not only that, but uh, the fucking plan is to murder the person that they call the, like, Wayne Gretzky of rollerball. Could you imagine, like, fans just watching a Lakers game and, like, hey, during this match, not only are there no rules, but uh, the team that's playing the Lakers are actively trying to kill LeBron James. <laughs> Isn't this awesome? <laughs> like, no. No. But, oh, and by the way, you're not getting that North American deal. <laughs> like, I, I, I just don't understand. I feel like they hit it.
0: Maybe I'm misreading because they should all the like counting money and all that stuff. Yeah. Like, was that supposed to be suggesting that people are betting? Like, people are betting on these matches, but then they're yeah. also saying that they're fixed? Yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, facially fixed? I don't like, not even secretly? Like,
1: yeah. I have no clue because hey, it seems like. I think what they were going for was like the corporations knew it was fixed, so they were mm-hmm. just backing each other. I don't know, and then the the fans were left in the dark, so yeah. their money was actually at stake during. We had you know, to make it
0: more corrupt. Yeah, I feel like that goes back to the like weird sort of like racist or like orientalist like worldview that's in this. It's mm-hmm. like, I don't, like when they kill the guy way back at the beginning, they make a big deal out of showing how like the coverage of it is corrupt
3: oh yeah it's yeah, like, yeah
0: oh start the replay there not there
3: mm-hmm. and it's
0: like i feel like it's kind of this guy that's like oh these these dirty russians you know yeah <laughs> there's, there's yeah. only a thing that happens there not you know the nfl for instance doesn't like oh no have any particular narrative or something mm-hmm. you
1: know? yeah it's just totally twisted in a way that just kind of fails
2: <laughs> the lady our Lada. love interest aurora there you go thank you she sees these knives, these swords being handled backstage and tries to warn Jonathan, but he's got a plan. What that plan is, I don't know. But he essentially does, again, the wrestler thing, the underdog thing of, like, I won't quit. You can't take me down. You ain't going to pin me. I ain't going to mm-hmm. tap. And he just keeps fighting and fighting and fighting. Uh, do they kill, like, the minor guy? He gets killed, right? Like I they think guy. Got- doesn't the cop come in and shoot him? Does he get shot?
1: Yeah, because <laughs> he's he's on the barricade, oh, and then he yeah. falls into the crowd, and then yeah, yeah. the guy snipes shot. It's an amazing shot.
2: Yeah. yeah. A really shot. good shot like from
1: the security guard.
2: 50 fans around, just bah, right on the dot.
3: Again,
2: no social commentary. No social commentary on the role that you know State Violence plays. The people who knew him and he used to be a minor. That was the story that they that was the Jay story they threw in right at the end mm-hmm. for another fifteen seconds. He was one of us yeah they're like oh no no social commentary but the people that he came from you know the working class people that he came from who went and supported him because he was one of them they stand up and say we've had enough of you controlling us no social commentary but we've had enough of this sport and the corporations controlling us we say no more and then they like start this revolution the whole time i mean i brought it up to kayla Cause uh, we see one guy like give up and he's like, no, I'm not going to murder Jonathan anymore.
1: Wasn't it the jester guy? Maybe he like threw his hat off. He's like, never again. Yeah, yeah.
2: (laughs) But like, and I mean, they start quitting later, but while this revolution is starting, I turned to Kayla and I was like, why are you like, there's like three guys that are still trying to kill this guy. Like you obviously see that no one supports you. Like, why do you keep trying this? And then, Kayla, I think you said, like, uh, well, they probably just got paid. Like, they're kind of hired hitmen, essentially. Mm-hmm. Which makes sense. But it's still, like, because the team starts saying, oh, I think I'm not doing this anymore. And, like, everyone turns on the corporations. It's not earned. Jonathan's supposed to be, like, cool in this part, but he's just sort of skating around, and everyone else is doing he's like, everything. like, I'm
1: bloody. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah. And he-, <laughs> <laughs> he pulls a fucking ridiculous... Like, why is this glass not bulletproof or tempered or whatever?
1: Also, I thought it was just plexiglass.
2: That part would, it, like, could be badass if they had set it up
0: and and made it earned or whatever. But, like, yeah. I mean, amidst, like, a proletarian uprising, he literally shatters, like, the glass that separates the mm-hmm. owner's box from, like, people. And, like, that could be powerful yeah but instead it just feels really lame because it's like why this guy like why only this uniquely fucking cool american could have pulled off this you know like it would have been
1: like so much better if like the miners had done that and then like jonathan could have come in like as a secondary wave or something like that
2: maybe have jonathan he's like the last person to push it but it's like everyone in front of him is like pushing it already and he's just like adding his body to the cause
1: because then you could get the message across well oh, yeah still not no, losing There's
2: no, no. social commentary yeah. like you said because it's not earned by jonathan and it's an insane move yeah <laughs> yeah just like throws right. the ball followed up by like the most beautiful drop kick you'll ever see <laughs> just destroys uh petrovich or whatever the main antagonist and then just leads to like him he hits him with a chair or how the fuck does he kill this guy
1: shoots um, him right
2: he shoots I the
0: he does bludgeon. i think he does he bludgeon him with a table
2: yeah he, he, good lord he beats yeah. his ass and, and then they decided to throw just like a quick like uh-oh he's not the main antagonist because the
1: little swerve
2: the second in command he was like he planned this the whole time and then nope he just gets shot by a shotgun <laughs> that's Perfect. that's that settled never mind the subtext i'm choosing to read into that there you go give it to us
0: uh jonathan represents the worker in the imperial core and only through a unity of interest between you know peripheral workers and workers in the imperial core we able to overthrow capitalism which is symbolized by smashing the owner's box absolutely but I think what it would have been a more interesting movie is if Jonathan just wasn't even in this.
3: Absolutely. Like,
0: for instance, the minor guy was the main character. Uh huh. Yeah,
1: because he's likable. He's the underdog. You want to root for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He actually has a story. You seem to care about. He's got soulful eyes. He actually acts. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. I don't know in and of itself, seems more interesting than just having American guy kick the hell out of this guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's it.
1: Well, and it's also, like, this is probably one of the last things I'll say about it. I think it's a really stupid choice to frame a film, which is a team sport, around <laughs> one individual that we don't even end up caring about. If it's a team sport, you're supposed to care about the team. That's why, uh, I like, the movie Remember the Titans mm. is great. Because you care about <laughs> the team. Because they work together. But instead, they just try to pitch Joe Cool to you. Oh, and yeah. make it kind of work.
2: Yeah,
0: I mean, even, like, it's, it's pitched to you as, like, Jonathan is just this like, uniquely skilled individual who... Is the rollerball Wayne Gretzky or whatever. But it's also like, wasn't he like a mediocre hockey player? Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And (laughs) he did did rodeo. Thousand other dudes or or ladies that could also do the same thing, you know?
2: Yeah, apparently they could because they were willing to just murder their best player and a ton of other players just to get five more viewers. It's a long-ass 98 minutes, man. Yeah.
1: Feels like four hours
2: it also just ends yeah mm-hmm. it's just
0: like okay that happened credits Yeah, right, good yep. there's, we did there's it no like resolution or give
2: me a five-minute epilogue that shows the ramifications of this and then you could show whether it led to greater change or oh, the corruption was, just persisted it was quelled and we still need to do more to like Make it work. Where's like, our Resident
1: Evil ending, huh?
2: Something. Yeah. Give me the horror ending where the monster comes back and capitalism is still in charge. Give me that's something. How
0: I a, that's how I think the Sanjay character, like, because like, they kill, he kills uh, Petrovich. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then just immediately another capitalist pops his head up. You know, and yeah. he literally <laughs> says, like, you forgot to kill the tyrant's successor.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So I'm going to choose the reading of that is that you can't just, like, get rid of one. You can't just, you know, get rid of the billionaires. Oh, or no. whatever. You have it's to like,
1: destroy the institution that holds them up.
0: Yeah, it's the it's the the system, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's not just uh, it's not just individuals. Yeah, which is sort of ironically, like the whole point of this movie is that it is individuals.
3: Mm-hmm. You know?
0: It's just it's just Jonathan.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh just, boy, it's just so funny to me how uh, Sanjay got fucking blown away <laughs>
1: <laughs> in two seconds.
2: <laughs> Almost comedic timing. He gets shot
0: with a shotgun that is, that is like, Mounted. locked to a thing. Yeah, so yeah he attached probably to only a wall. He, like, the, the area in which he could get killed was, like, <laughs> this much. It was, yeah, just,
2: like, it was in mm-hmm. the kill zone. Like, just move. Take
0: a step to the right. I also, uh, with that, like, ending, I did I put in my notes that there is one, like, really brief shot of all the workers go outside and they flip a limo. Yeah. So like, that's tight. We did but again. No social commentary. Like, no, 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 no. no.
1: no.
2: Yeah, they were just—they just felt like it. They had to get <laughs> yeah. the They're just out.
1: rioting. It's fine.
2: No looting, though. That would be wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I respect private property.
3: <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah.
2: Somebody think of the property.
0: Uh. <laughs> yeah, I think in summary, this could—this could have this been a good movie, and against all odds, it's fucking horrible. Oh, oh yeah. it's so
1: bad. So did you like the 75 version?
0: Um, It was okay. I wouldn't like watch it again just for. Mm -hmm.
1: Just to enjoy it.
0: Compared to this, maybe it's a masterpiece. But (laughs) It's pretty slow. That's a lot, sauce. (laughs) It's pretty slow. There's a lot of parts because there's like the games. And then like, there's a lot of time where he gets like, he like lives on this like big mansion. And like the corporations, like basically assign him a wife oh and that's like a big part of the the movie is like they will give him a wife for like six months and then like oh. take her back <laughs> and give him like a new one interesting and,
1: yay like, women is property yeah.
0: it has it has a lot of shots of like there's this one shot of or series of scenes where it's like these very clearly super disconnected like really rich people mm. and like i don't know i feel like it there, like there is social commentary that's pretty like overt yeah um and the ending is that like they want Jonathan to kill someone, like they either want him to be killed or to kill someone. Huh. I think that like I don't know, show that
2: they're in control.
0: Yeah, whatever. And he like refu- like the ending is he refuses to kill like the other rollerball player uh-huh. or whatever. And everyone like is like chanting his name and stuff. Very, very different. Very different movie. Yeah. Huh. Sounds like that it. That is really different. It is on Tubi. So, oh, that's why I, I watch both of them.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. The got ads. the ads help, huh? Uh,
1: it's
0: like a nice, a nice little break.
1: <laughs> it's like scratching your brain. It's like, ooh, okay, yeah. I've got blood flow again.
0: Yeah, let me let me take this one minute commercial break to let my mind catch up to what I just saw. Yeah, absolutely. I can't even comprehend it.
2: You yeah, know
0: what, uh, this movie made me want to watch, and we should watch. Triple X.
2: Oh yeah, Xander Cage, baby.
0: I feel like it's I feel like it's a similar like it could exist in the same oh definitely the the rollerball cinematic universe Mm. includes triple X in my mind. The
2: RBCU and it kind of feels like kind of a little point breakish at the beginning where it's just and after the game, so these guys are just all go. Hey, do you want to relax after the game? No, I think I'm gonna go race. (laughs) Yeah because I'm cool.
1: It ended up being more Johnny mnemonic.
2: Oh god. I would have
1: liked. <laughs> was,
2: Keanu, was Keanu Reeves in that movie? Yeah. Yeah.
1: He was the lead in Johnny.
2: Do you think they wanted Keanu Reeves for Absolutely? <laughs> they had to get discount Keanu.
1: Keanu Reed.
2: Sauce, so, wasn't there some weird controversy with this movie, like in the real world?
0: Oh well, okay. So John McKinnon uh made yes, he made Die Hard, he made like Last Action Hero, Hunt for Red October, like a wow. pretty big Hit action movies. Yeah, and then during the filming of this, I th- I think the reason or one of the reasons this movie sucks at us is that <laughs> the production was like a nightmare. Yeah, but as part of that, he paid a private investigator to wiretap one of the producers for this film.
3: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: and then years later, this is why you don't a you don't ever talk to cops. <laughs> He was, like cops without a lawyer. Mm-hmm. he was asked about it by an FBI investigator and he was like, Oh, I didn't yeah, I didn't do that. I have no knowledge of that, blah blah blah. So then he got indicted for lying to an FBI agent. <laughs> and then he I actually went and looked up the case just because why not? Um,
1: fantastic.
0: He he got sentenced to four months in jail and then two years of supervised release. Wow. Then he appealed that because I believe he said he had, like, ineffective assistance of counsel. Mm
3: -hmm. He got a new Mm -hmm. attorney.
0: He, like, went up to the Ninth Circuit and back down. And then so he had a different trial or or, or plea, I don't remember, where they now charged him with two counts. (laughs) Oh,
1: my God.
0: Yes. (laughs) To a year in prison. Fantastic. He
1: really shot himself in the foot, didn't he? Yeah.
0: Oh, my God. And he had... I mean, especially that killed his career, like he hasn't made anything. Yeah. He's still alive? Yeah.
2: yeah. Good for him.
0: Career <laughs> over.
1: <laughs> Yikes.
2: God. Was it worth it? I wonder if someone has talked to him about rollerball. They have to have, right? Uh just said, Hey, what happened? The <laughs> inmates are
1: like, Why'd you make such a shit movie, dude?
2: Yeah, they put Rollerball on for like movie night. They watch his movie
1: while <laughs> and they're the whole just time in...
2: the inmates are just looking at John. Just they're like, "Is this why you're in here, dude? Because <laughs> like, you should be in prison so for so this." Bad. Yeah, yeah. Hey, is it illegal to make a movie this bad? Because <laughs> it should be. He's <laughs> just goddamn, and I made Die Hard. All right, put on Die Hard.
0: Uh, I just want to quickly say on Rotten Tomatoes, this
2: uh-huh. movie has a 3%. Oh. three percent. Oh
1: I would at least give it like a 10.
2: I'd give it a 10. Honestly, this is pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Pretty in incoherent.
1: They got slipknot. Slipknot's at least one percent.
2: And they got pink.
1: And pink. But she never sang. It was just her face on like
2: yeah, she was just there. TV screams. Oh my god. They had to have thought that this was gonna be something, right? Oh, this is gonna be it.
1: Oh, it was so not it. It
2: was gonna be real good. (laughs)
0: Dude, that's, that's what i was saying earlier like when chris klein and ll cool j signed up for this yeah dude, if, if you were an actor you had to be like dude the guy who made die hard
2: yeah oh, fuck like
0: that. this movie is gonna kick my career off
2: yeah
0: <laughs> i'm gonna be the next fucking bruce willis right?
2: uh-huh. oh yeah god what a shame let's bring it around now that we've talked about it we've watched it twice we've talked about it let's dtr define the relationship and see how we feel about this movie now I'm probably good never seeing this movie again. Yep. But I'll ask the group, are we happy that we watched this movie?
1: Hmm. That's a tricky question. <laughs> Would you care to go first sauce?
0: <laughs> I mean, like I said, I had the, the first instance of the fence. Yeah. It, I can pinpoint that as like the hardest I have laughed. Oh yeah. In, in probably two or three years. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. So from that standpoint, totally worth it. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I could never see this movie ever
2: again. That'd be fun. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. I'm similar. You know, as I said, am I starting to come around on it? Kind of, because it's kind of like that thing that it's a movie that you can confidently look at and say, wow, this movie fucking sucks. But you got to watch it just for this one thing. Because when you see it, it's just insane.
1: It warps your perception of reality.
2: Oh, it definitely does. As I say, litmus test for how we feel in this movie. You're
0: standing, you're at Walmart or something. Oh, God. Standing at the the checkout. Mm -hmm. You look over, you see the bargain DVDs. Love it. Two dollars. Two dollar DVDs. And you see (laughs) Rollerball right on top. Are you grabbing
2: it or not? Oh, first thought, my immediate first thought was like, two (laughs) dollars.
1: Two dollars,
0: huh?
2: you think you're worth $2, Rollerball?
0: <laughs> <laughs> or like at, what, at like at what number would you for sure not grab it?
1: Anything above a buck, I'm saying no. But if it's like 50 cents at Goodwill, I'll take it.
2: Yeah. I'm, I, you know what? I feel like $2 is max. Max. But I immediately first thought I was like, you ain't worth $2. Who do you think you are? I feel like 99 cent is that perfect like okay i can do it for the joke
1: i feel like i would <laughs> i feel like i would buy the the dvd case just to take the art out and then like mod podge it onto like a notebook mm-hmm. and then i would take the disc and just huck it into the garbage
2: <laughs> don't need this <laughs> use it as a coaster maybe yeah anything more than two dollars i think is too much what about you are you grabbing it for two I, if it's two dollars, I think I'm grabbing it, but it's solely to then wrap it up and gift it to you. <laughs> ah,
3: yes. The white, white elephant. elephant. Mm-hmm.
2: Just do the thing where like every gift you give one of your friends for a year is just this rollerball. Rollerball.
1: <laughs> you just buy it in bulk. Yeah. <laughs> you buy like fifteen copies of rollerball. Uh,
2: yeah, I saw online there was selling like fifty of them for a dollar, so I picked them up. You know, they were just trying to get rid of them, so. <laughs> that'd be real funny though i think Oof. that'd be hilarious
1: instead ah. of getting iced you get roller
2: uh-huh <laughs> you got jonathan no yeah so in that sense i kind of i kind of do love this movie just because i gave love us, the memory it gave us yeah i love the memory love the moment because yeah that's i don't think i've ever been more confused more shocked <laughs> <laughs> in a movie and we've now seen some really bad movies. And, and that's the thing. Like, this movie, even though it's not fun, for a few fleeting moments, especially the boring moment, it's just like, yes, I'm happy. <laughs> I'm happy that I watched this because mm. this is funny. Because we've seen some bad movies that are just, like, not fun at all.
3: Bad. Like,
2: through two hours, and never have we laughed as hard as we laughed with this one. So I think it's yeah, worth it.
0: Think- Johnny Mnemonic was just bad. Not yeah.
2: fun bad, just bad. Just no, bad, bad. bad just, just bad. bad.
1: The dolphin was bad.
2: And they had Keanu.
1: I know they got Keanu. They got the <laughs> real deal.
2: Oh, imagine Chris Klein in that spot. Dude, I,
1: uh,
0: I had to pull up a rollerball on Amazon. Yeah. just to see how much it was to cut to buy a DVD. Uh huh. And like it's on Prime Video to rent or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's four hundred and fifty-five reviews. Yeah. And this movie has. Four and a half stars. No
2: what? way. You lying. What's the first review? There ain't no way. The, the, okay,
0: top view, view. is One of the few films of this type to not fall victim to the usual tropes. Five stars.
2: There's got to be a troll.
1: What genre <laughs> is he talking about?
0: I refuse to believe these are legitimate. Yeah. Is John they McTiernan, must be trolling. Was that John McTiernan too? Who, who left that review? There's no yeah, way. The main cast are all very well fleshed out by the end, without cheesy voiceovers or still photo profiles.
1: Oh, that's and definitely their heads, a troll. Their own
2: story arc. Yeah. Oh, it's got to be a troll.
1: I love it. Okay, I love the ironic.
2: It's tongue in cheek, right?
3: Yeah.
2: Everyone's but, definitely fleshed out.
0: <laughs> Dude, the stunts feel visceral yet grounded in reality.
3: <laughs>
2: love it. <laughs> I do want to say, now that we're just breaking it down, budget, $70 million. Box office, $25 mil.
1: Oof!
2: <laughs> Big bomb.
1: That's a stinker.
2: At the end of the day, definitely worth it. I think it's worth at least one watch.
1: One thing's for sure, I am no dependent on this movie.
2: Oh, no, 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 no. Like I said, I'm definitely not. I'm good. Never seeing this movie again. But I will pull up that clip on YouTube. Yeah.
1: I will watch the one-minute scene. Uh-huh. And then that's yeah.
2: it. I'll save the Boeing to my phone and just pull it out every now and then and reminisce.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You're like, yes, this is nice. Memories. <laughs> well, shall we wrap it up?
1: Let's wrap it up.
2: Well, that is it, folks. Thank you so much for listening to this special April Fool's Day episode. We brought you a movie that we uh, we don't like. <laughs> no, but hey, still somehow it connected to the theme because we came around on it and decided, hey, it's worth it. And if we talk show dependent, we will definitely remember the boing.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And it'll be that's like a Pavlovian response. When we hear that boing, we'll be like, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. And be able to look back and say, hey, ultimately, I think it was worth it. So if you liked what you heard, please give us a follow. Download the podcast. You did not even got to listen to it, be honest. Give- Let's <laughs> give it a download. You know, it helps (laughs) out. Spread (laughs) the word. Tell your rollerball crew Mm -hmm. that they can find Show Dependent on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. Before we move on, want to take one more opportunity to say thank you to our buddy Medium Sauce so much for not only introducing us to rollerball because I don't think I would have watched this movie had you not brought it up. Absolutely not. (laughs) What about this movie? So thank you, Medium Sauce, not only for introducing us to the joys of watching bad movies, but for helping us out to talk about this film here today. So let's clap it up one more time for Medium Sauce. Hey (laughs) Sauce. I have an idea of what you're going to say here, but do you have anything to plug? What would you like to tell the people? All right. (laughs)
3: He he shrugged
1: his shoulders, (laughs) folks. That was the the response.
2: Nothing happening in my life. Give me general advice. Give me one line. Uh, Don't talk to the cop. There you go. Without a lawyer. (laughs) Or or just not at all. Yeah.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Shut up.
2: Fantastic. And for myself, Eddie, hey, you can follow me on Twitter on twitch it's at victor V. sweet on both and every now and then you'll hear the sauce's voice so hey we'll play some video games on the twitch you'll be able to hear him uh talk a little bit more about why you shouldn't talk to the cops and (laughs) capitalism and how much uh things suck ass so it's fun you're and, really uh, selling it, dear. <laughs> it is fun. I don't know. You can watch us be bad at video games, whatever. every now and, and then, be talk pretty about good. making
1: talk about making piss.
2: Talking about making piss, <laughs> drinking piss, doing all kinds of, <laughs> <all laughs> of things. I'm literally making piss right now. So.
1: <laughs> oh, thank <laughs> you for you sharing.
2: Go. Love to hear it. And my other half, Kayla, yes. where can you be found?
1: You can find me in a bloody pile in the bottom of the rollerball rake. I immediately gave up and got ran over like 12 times. Mm-hmm. So, um, but when I'm conscious, you can find me on Twitter at DJ Vivich.
2: Fantastic. And you can follow the podcast on Twitter, on Instagram, Show Dependent Pod. That is at S H O Dependent Pod. And with that, we have it the end of the rollerball episode. Thank you once again for listening. But before we go, we do a couple last things. For the next episode, we have something that is very near and dear to Kayla's heart. Yay! Would you like to let us know what's going on?
1: Next time, we are going to talk about classism, wordplay, hand-flexing romance. That's right, we're going to talk about one of my favorite films of all time, the 2005 film Pride and Prejudice. It's spring. I'm getting Twitter-painted just thinking about it. Can't wait.
2: Take a turn about the room, huh?
1: Turn about the room. Let's do Mm -hmm. it.
2: And as we always do, we'll leave you with, well, we try and leave you with some wise words or something (laughs) that we could take away from the thing we talk about that maybe some poignant message, some nice thing that we like to uh, give you some hope or make you feel good or make you think about your life. But in this film, unfortunately, not too much to uh, really take away. But we did have this one quote. And in fact, it's the last thing you hear in the movie. Where are we going?
1: Well, a doctor to start. And if you're feeling up to it, someone can carry you to my bed. (laughs)